This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Software and Technology Podcast brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Plenty of industries are feeling a labor shortage, but perhaps one of the more unexpected ones is accounting. Why are we lacking in CPAs? And where does technology play into this conversation? Let's get thoughts from an expert. I'm pleased to welcome Megan Weiss, Vice President and General Manager of FAO Services for Personiv, here to give her perspective. Megan, great to have you on today. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm, you know, we, we've done plenty of podcasts for um, accounting firms and just on the subject of IT compliance and accounting and everything, but we haven't really talked on a labor shortage in accounting. Honestly, before I began to prepare for this podcast, I honestly didn't even realize that there was a labor shortage. Is that kind of the response you get from a lot of people when you bring up the subject with them? Yeah. So in my line of business, I'm constantly communicating with CFOs Mm -hmm. and accounting professionals. The one concern I hear from them the most often is accounting talent, Um, just trying to find it, trying to retain it making the most out of the talent they have. I mean, it's cross-industry, and it's definitely a pervasive problem right now. Yeah. Uh, How long have you been in the industry for? Um, I've been in the industry for 20-plus years. Gotcha. Have you felt this strain or this lack of talent from the beginning since you entered, or is this a relatively new thing? Um, I would say it's relatively new in the last decade or so. It's interesting that you say that it's it's relatively new because I mean we do have a lot of sources saying that there is a shortage of trained and capable accountants, but you know I think the why is a little difficult to unpack. Um, you know what is spurring this? Why suddenly now? You know are we feeling these pain points? Because it is a lucrative career path. Mm-hmm. I know personally, like so many uh, of my friends through through my college days were majoring in accounting or business accounting, yeah. finance, um, because you know the career paths are pretty lucrative, pays well, and typically guaranteed job when right, you're out. Exactly, yeah. everyone needs to handle money. So it's interesting that there are actually less CPAs than can meet demand. Uh, So why do you think this is? Why are there less people entering the industry? And why is there just a higher demand for CPAs as of late as well? So um, first, let's consider the supply. Mm. So there's really two things that are impacting the supply right now. The first is that baby boomers are retiring in droves. And with them, they're taking the specialized talent that they've acquired over a 40-year career. Right. In fact, um, the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants predicts that 75% of CPAs will retire in the next 15 years. Wow. And if you think about a career being on average 40 years long, that would mean that the majority of CPAs are well into the second half of their career. That's interesting. I mean, when I think of the industries that are suffering from something similar— It's typically labor industries um, and um, markets like pro-AV and manufacturing, construction. You know, they have an aging workforce. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that the accounting workforce was also aging out and retiring. Yeah, very much so. And as you know, it's millennials that are entering the workforce. Uh, Millennials normally look for meaningful work, Mm -hmm. um, flexible work, 
sexy career paths, sure. things that accounting is not typically known for. Interesting. So do you think it's more a problem with the education around it that young aspiring millennials don't really see the sexy value of being an accountant or um you know, is there something else motivating this lack of qualified accountants? Yeah, I mean, I think in general, historically, accounting has been very structured, very rigorous, yeah. not very meaningful work. I mean, it's been all about reporting about past financial data, sure, um, not really making an impact on the future. Um, but I think in general, that trend is beginning to shift. Um, it's been a little slow to do that, but it's definitely um, the case now that a lot of companies are offering flexible work environments. Mm -hmm. They're focused on forward-looking accounting. Um, they're really looking to the finance and accounting department to make an impact on the business. Right. So it's almost like the business world is demanding more creativity from the finance side yeah. of the company? Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good word for it. Um, creativity and, you know, reporting it within accounting don't right. necessarily <laughs> right. mix. Right. Well, at least on a surface yes. level, right? Creative, forward-looking, kind of predicting the future based on historical results. Results. We also, um, the demand is also increasing. Yeah. I and mean, you have new rules, regulations, laws are adding complexity all the time, um, which is really driving the need for more accountants in the business. Interesting. W what kind of new standards are coming through that are making a CFO's job a little more difficult? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty? Plenty. Yeah. Um, I know, like, the new, there's new, um, standards issued by financial accounting standards boards all the time. Um, certain industries have regulations that they have to abide by, particularly like financial services, um, with all of the problems that financial service companies have faced over the last decade. Mm -hmm. um, just a, a glut of new laws, regulations, that have to be followed. Yeah. So how have you personally felt this dwindle? Um, you know, how is this affecting other professionals in the industry? Is it putting more work on their plate, you know, straining the people that are still left? Well, what's kind of the, the status update of professionals within the industry? Yeah. So um, obviously when you don't have enough accountants in a finance and accounting department, you have the um, obvious risks. Yeah. So financial reporting that's incorrect, uh, an overworked and unhappy workforce, which leads to hu even higher attrition. Um, you have contract labor that's very expensive that you have to use to fill the void. But even more than that, um, these companies are really missing an opportunity to step up to the plate and become strategic advisors to the business. So the next gen finance and accounting department really is the st strategic advisor to the business. And um, yeah, it, it's more than just a backward looking profession these days. Right. It's less about uh, reporting the historical results and more about looking into the future and um, really using historical data to drive um, financial results. Yeah. So, you know, I think 
whether you're a large business or a small business, I mean, accounting and finance management has to happen. Um, and I think some people turn to automation technology mm-hmm. or just softwares to kind of assist with the basic level of their company's finance, which is useful. I mean, I don't think anyone's arguing that automation doesn't help. Um, but I think it's the amount of automation and how it plays into what the human accountant can do, where we really get into, you know, where is it useful? How do we use automation in finance? Um, so I wanted to ask, how is automation technology playing into this current conversation of a lack of qualified accountants? Um, is it a conversation of accountants getting replaced by automated financiers? Or is it is it more of an effect of people are using automation to kind of fill this gap, but it's not meeting what people need? You know, what what are people talking about? Yeah, so I'm, I guess it's a combination of the two. So automation is definitely disrupting the workforce. What kind of automation exists in the finance world? You know, when we say automation, what is it actually doing? Well, a lot of it is around workflows. So, mm. you know, instead of instead of a human being having to step in to intervene in a process, right. the workflow basically takes it from beginning to end in a very automated way. So there's very little human intervention. And those that type of automation is great for transactional support. Right. Um, so in a way, it is impacting the need for accounting talent at the very lowest levels. Um, but at the same time, it's creating a lot more data yeah. for you know, qualified um, accountants and financial analysts to interpret. And so even though we see a less need at the lower end, um, there is an increasing need due to automation at the higher end of accounting. Interesting. So really what automation is doing is just making this lack of qualified accounting talent more pronounced. Yeah. Because really, you don't need the lower level accountants anymore. You need people with really in-depth, qualified skill sets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's difficult. I mean, that... and. It, I think it's like a natural ebb and flow, right? Because as you have qualified accountants sort of aging out of the industry, but you, you might still have some young millennials wanting to enter the industry, even if you do have those kind of starting entry-level accountants, they don't have the years and years of experience to, I think, you know, confidently run the finances for a multi-million dollar company, right? You know, that's where you need the big talent and that's where we're lacking. Yeah. So that kind of like input requires a lot of experience Mm -hmm. having seen, you know, what, what, um, you know, what goes wrong and what can be driven out of the data, what the changes in the business. Um, So yeah, to make that kind of impact, you really need to have had the experience with the business. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you seeing companies try to use automation to further fill this gap? You know, instead of looking to hire someone qualified or maybe they did look and couldn't find someone, they just ramp up what their automated processes are doing? Yeah. I mean, to some extent, yes. But automation can only take things so far. Yeah. Um, Even at the transactional levels, you still have a need for people. Um, You'll have exceptions that pop out of the automation process um, that need to be handled, and those require human intervention. Right. So even at the lowest levels, automation isn't fully uh, taking away the need for accounting talent. Yeah. 
give me an example of automated softwares and technologies coexisting with accountants in kind of a best case scenario. So, yeah, I mean, I guess my favorite example of that would be, um, you know, companies that are forward looking and have put themselves on cloud ERP, mm. um, which means that they're using uh, a cloud-based financial platform to run the business. Um, those cloud platforms allow people to work anywhere, um, basically to have instant um, access to the data and be able to manipulate the data in a way that um, is can really make an impact on the business. Yeah. So in real time, uh, decisions can be made and if required, changes in direction of the business or um, just real time access to information and the ability to be able to use that information to make a positive impact on the business. Yeah. I mean, it really sounds like data is motivating the future of business. And I think that's something we're seeing in any industry. I mean, if you're talking about content marketing, if you're talking about finance, uh, if you're even just talking about reading your consumer habits. But it's it's making good use of that data yeah. that tends to be the big barrier um, for companies to really succeed and to really yeah. to really understand, okay, this is why using all this data matters. Yeah. I um, actually read a statistic that said that most companies use less than 1% of the data really? that they have access to. Wow. So, that's, yeah. that's a little depressing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they invest millions in technology to gather data, but without, um, you know, the human mind to interpret the data, mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty useless. Right. What, um, what pieces of data in the finance world are really creatively motivating the future of business today that, you know, are really solidifying CPAs and the CFO position and finance and accounting positions at companies to be some of the biggest catalysts for positive growth at a company? Yeah, well, I think that that data is mostly just, you know, taking a look at what has happened historically and the data that drove those historic results and being able to predict the future based on, you know, what is going on now right. and factoring in that historical data to really, um, you know, see like what customers are driving the highest margin, where should we concentrate our sales efforts, um, you know, m making really impactful insights. Yeah based on data that's been gathered um, historically. So Megan, I feel like we've set the stage well here. We've established that there's a lack of qualified accounting talent. It's probably due to a mix of the accounting profession not being presented as sexily as it could be to uh, millennials looking to start their career, even Gen Zers now, which are gonna be graduating college soon, which is Crazy. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> um, that plus a mix of talent aging out. We're also seeing demand increase for qualified accountants. People are realizing data is important. Finance data is really important. And we need people with years of experience to really give their insight on this and guide our companies forward. So, you know, on both ends, you're feeling the accounting profession strained, which is tough. But really, it isn't just gloom and doom. You know, there are positives to pull away from this. And the big one here is instead of trying to 
fill a finance or accounting position in-house, sometimes the best solution just comes from outsourcing financial responsibilities. And I'm sure there are some worries that you typically hear um, from companies that say, okay, well, if we're outsourcing that talent, how do we how do we know it's safe, right? How do we know that we're actually getting some of those creative solutions that are so important today? So how do you typically have those conversations with people when you and the team at Personiv present a potential solution of, hey, outsource your financial responsibilities, and then you're met with some maybe worrisome responses? Yeah. So I think when most people think outsourcing of finance and accounting, they immediately assume that that's only applicable to transactional processing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I mean, transactional processing is a great thing to outsource. Um, there's benefits that are driven from um, from that, and those include cost savings of 50 to 75 percent from Huge. what a company would pay to have that same talent onshore. Um, an outsourcing company can typically provide 24-7 support for transactional processes. Um, we're set up to um, basically our people work overnight to support U.S. hours. Hmm. But in cases where working U.S. hours are not so important, um, we do have a day shift. So if a company wanted to combine both the day and the night shift, they would basically be getting 24-hour support. Interesting. Um, The third benefit to outsourcing transactional processing is um, that we have to put structure into place to measure key performance indicators. Mm -hmm. So we are obligated to a client to perform to their service level or to the agreed upon service levels. Um, When we outsource, typically... Um, Not typically, but occasionally clients have no idea how a process is performing. So um, putting it in an outsourced environment provides the structure so that they can really determine, you know, how efficient a process is. Yeah. Um, Lastly, it allows companies to concentrate their talents on value-added activities. So it takes away the mundane transactional stuff that... Most accountants really don't want to be doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of companies don't realize that outsourcing is also great at the higher end. Things like financial planning and analysis, budget and forecasting, uh, treasury, all of those things uh, we can also outsource. And what allows us to outsource those particular processes yeah. is having a delivery center in the Philippines. So the Philippines follows generally accepted accounting principles. They have the same CPA certification process that we do here in the U.S. They take the same test. They have a big four accounting experience. um, And there's a huge supply of them there. Whereas our supply seems to be dwindling, theirs is not. Um, So... Having access to those higher-end skill sets allows us to basically outsource anything within finance and accounting that a company is struggling to support themselves. Wow. Um, Another concern I hear a lot about is data. Mm -hmm. Is my data safe if I outsource? Um, And, you know, it's with all the black eyes in the news lately with, you know, data being hacked and um, it can be 
definitely a black eye for a company, yeah. but for a service provider, um, it can be catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Like that's our business is to keep clients' data safe. Right. So um, we take it very seriously. Um, our delivery centers are in very um, high tech office buildings. Our employees have access cards. There's biometric screening just to get into the office. Um, we make them leave their cell phones in lockers so they're not allowed to access pictures or websites. Um, right. So security clearances ranked FBI, CIA, yes. Personiv. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah, the list goes on and on and on. And, and we're also ISO 27001 certified, which means that um, we've been audited and a third party has attested to the fact that we have best-in-class security procedures in place. Wow. So, I mean, Personiv seems like one of those pinnacle examples of how you can approach this future of financial reporting from a a more realistic standpoint. I mean, do you think that the solution to this talent scarcity problem is going to come more from outsourcing financial talent? Or do you think there's other conversations to have around re-educating young people trying to start a career, um, you know, implementing better um, mid-career education to elevate skill sets for people that have been in the industry for a while? You know, how, how do we approach fixing this issue and how does outsourcing maybe play into that solution? Yeah, well, I think it's definitely a combination of, you know, attracting young people into the profession mm-hmm. and, um, outsourcing, um, realizing the benefits of outsourcing. You know, it's a global economy these days. It makes sense to put processes in locations where they're performed efficiently at the lowest cost. I mean, that's what business is pretty much all about. Yeah. Um, so I do believe that outsourcing um, is going to play a huge role in solving this problem. Um, and it's something that's been accepted by like enterprises for a very long time. And uh, it seems like medium and small businesses are just coming around to the idea and warming up to it. Um, but there is there is just a lot of benefit to the idea of, of taking finance and accounting and supporting it um, through outsourcing. You know, I think you're probably met with the concerns like data and, you know, availability. Yeah. How do I get in touch with my team member? Those are probably like the surface level ones. But I think the companies that come to you kind of already knowing that are going to be asking the tougher question of how do I ensure that the person that's working with my company really feels the energy, you know, has that creative motivation to read the data and apply it in an actionable way to take the company forward. How do you respond to that concern more? And how how does outsourcing your financial responsibilities still maintain that creative push that you need to succeed in today's business world? Yeah, well, um, one way we do that is we allow our clients to really get involved to the extent that they want to become involved with the hiring process. So they can review resumes, they can interview the candidates. We want them to feel like very comfortable with the talent we're bringing on board for them because this person, like, these people are going to be 
part of their team. Right. They're essentially a new hire. Yeah. 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 They're a new hire that just happens to be working on the other side of the world. Right. Um, But, you know, as I said, they do, they're working same shift as our U.S. clients. They're accessible to our clients, you know, nine hours a day. And, uh, they just become part of the team, and they're really driven people who want to please the client and and make an impact. Right. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like though there is obviously a shortage of talent, the drive behind the industry hasn't gone anywhere. You know, people enter it for the same reason that they have previously. It, even though some of the number work might seem dry, at the end of the day, you are providing insight that will tangibly impact the future of a company, which, yeah. you know, I think is really one of the biggest motivators to get people into the industry. And I think should not only be reassurance to clients that are outsourcing some of their financial responsibilities, that the core of people still working in the industry feel that, but also for people looking to solve this talent scarcity issue, um, you know, kind of branding accounting in that way, I think is a great way to get young people excited about starting a career there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think most people really want to feel like they're making a difference when they come to work in the morning. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know I like to feel that way. So yeah, I love it. (laughs) Well, Megan, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today and giving us this inside look at the CPA talent scarcity problem we have right now and how outsourcing and how education will hopefully solve this. You know, if you want to leave listeners with one last piece of information or one last thought to approach this impending and honestly current issue, what would it be? So, yeah, I mean, I I think it's all going to come down to getting like creative with the solution um, to the finance and accounting talent shortage. And that's going to require people to um, be forward thinking in their work environments to um, really retain the people they have, um, invest in their people, um, and also, you know, consider things that maybe they weren't thinking of before, like outsourcing or flexible work environments. Because um, I think at the end of the day, a company is really going to be able to differentiate themselves when they have a fully staffed and efficiently utilized finance and accounting departments who can really, you know, take data and do more than just report it, but can really, you know, make forward-looking decisions based on it. Yeah. Get creative. That's yeah. the that's Get- the tagline for today. <laughs> Get creative. Yeah. Well, Megan, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure chatting today. Thank you. It was a pleasure speaking with you too. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. And if you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. And make sure to leave a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.